trapped miners survived nine days underground only on coffee. A woman was arrested for robbing men after licking and sucking her drug-laced nipples. And National Park Services warn, please don't lick that psychedelic toad. These are the weird stories on Weird AF News, and I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast recorded and produced inside a closet. Giddy up! Miners were trapped underground, and they survived nine days on coffee. That's right, the miracle chemical coffee. Who knew it could save your life? I mean, I knew. It saved my life. The article says two miners who spent nine days trapped in a collapsed South Korean zinc mine survived. How did they do it? Nine days. Well, they were living on instant coffee powder. Yeah, so it's it's not even the good coffee, but it's coffee nonetheless. <laughs> I don't like that coffee powder too much. It's okay. In a pinch if you have to, if you're camping or something, or if you're trapped underground in a zinc mine, then it'll do. The two miners were aged 62 and 56. 62, bro? You're still mining at 62? That's, hang it up, man. It's a little old to be mining. Uh, I, I couldn't mine past 25, inhaling all that black lung stuff. Oosh. I don't know how this guy survived to age 62. Actually, I do. Coffee powder. It's a miracle chemical. Uh, these men are believed to have kept warm inside the mine by lighting a fire. And they built a tent out of plastic. I don't know why you would need a tent inside a mine. Just wrap yourself in it like a sleeping bag, I say. And just sip away on your instant coffee. Stay warm. These two miners were stranded nearly 200 meters, about 650 feet underground. After part of the zinc mine they were working in collapsed. This occurred in Bangwa, which is in the east of the country. They were finally rescued more than nine days after their poor ordeal began. Both were able to walk out of the mine and were taken to a local hospital. The doctor says they should make a full recovery. Yeah, and this should also kick off a study on how you can survive only on coffee. I mean, we all know you can survive for a few days on water. Who knew? Coffee could do it as well. Uh, the president... His name is Yoon Suk-yol. He called their rescue, quote, truly miraculous. He wrote on Facebook, even the president. He likes to stay on Facebook and thank everybody for the shit that's going on in their country. He wrote, thank you and thank you again. Oh, he's super grateful. He thanked everybody twice. Thank you and thank you again for coming back safely from the crossroads of life and death. <laughs> well, maybe you should thank the people that rescued them. Maybe... I mean, these guys just did their best to drink the coffee and stay warm in their plastic tent. If you really want to congratulate anybody in this story, congratulate that 62-year-old miner for toughing it out this long. This 62 years, still mining. Unbelievable. They're giving actors lifetime achievement awards for acting. So daring. Ooh, this guy's crawling into zinc mines for five decades. Give it to him. And he doesn't even let a collapsed mine keep him from living He's like, what do we got? Powdered coffee and some plastic? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> this guy's unbelievable, man. I wish I was as tough as this man. I scraped my knee playing softball yesterday. I told everybody, look me, my knee. Look at my knee. It's bleeding. It's bleeding. Time out. Time out. My knee's a little bloody. Just a little bit. I got a little tiny little baby bruise. Okay, back into the story. You're probably wondering, where did they get the water to mix with the instant coffee powder 
for their, quote, meal, their survival nutri- nutrients. Uh, the authorities say the miners survived by drinking water that fell from the ceiling. I mean, it's just unbelievable, these guys. Uh, how did they rescue them? Well, the emergency workers drilled a hole and inserted a small camera in an effort to locate the miners. They were eventually discovered sitting shoulder to shoulder to keep warm. Oh, they were hugging each other and sipping coffee in a very spacious chamber where several mine shafts meet. The niece of one of the survivors described how her uncle didn't recognize her when he came out because he was wearing an eye mask after nearly 10 days in the dark. Oh, man. That's something you don't think about, that you're in the dark for that many days. Wow, these guys are amazing. Just amazing human beings to go through that. It's like no problem. They're probably going to go back in the mine tomorrow to work. A woman was arrested for robbing men after they licked and sucked her drug-laced nipples. Yes, that is the actual title of this story. So just heads up if there's kids in the room. We're going to be talking about some drug-laced nipples and the sucking of them. Uh, I'm very curious how this all went down. It took place in Uganda. Uganda police force, using some footage from CCTV cameras, have arrested a lady. She's been accused of dousing men in bars. Um, The suspect is Lydia Nakayizi Asimwe. She's also known as Hope Kalungi. 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 She was picked up after the police reviewed the footage from the bars. Uh, This was after numerous complaints by men who came to the police station. Uh, According to these complaints, this lady was suspected of smearing sedatives onto her breast assist. And then her drug-laced nipples were used to spike the men's drinks in bars and then rob them when they fell unconscious. Do we get all that, guys? She used her drug-laced nipples to spike the drinks in in the bars, the men drank the drinks, fell unconscious, she robbed them. I'm just wondering why you didn't just just drop the sedative inside their drink with your fingers. I mean, why did you use your nipples? It's just, of course, you're going to get caught on camera. You whipped out a tit to, to, to lace the guy's drinks. If you just used your fingers, it might have been much more smooth and maybe you would not have been caught. <laughs> if you're whipping out your boobs on camera, people are just going to be drawn to that in the first place, and then they're going to see what you did with your boobs once you had them out. I'm so confused. Well, one thing we can say about this is it's definitely a booby trap. <laughs> booby trap, guys, you get it? Come on now, the jokes. All right, let's keep reading and find out if the Ugandan police nipped this one in the bud. <laughs> Nipped in the bud, guys. The joking. The joking. Oh, 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 man. I turned up the joke machine to 11, guys. All right. It says here the police launched a manhunt for this Nakayizi two months ago after receiving complaints from her victims, including some security operatives. A soldier uh, who's at the rank of lieutenant, whose name has not been revealed, complained that a woman he had met in a bar had drugged him and stolen all his valuables in August. A female superintendent who was recording the lieutenant's statement could not hold her laughter at the story. Here's a quote from her. So you you have also fallen victim to her spiking breasts? (laughs) I knew you would tell me funny stories, yet I know the woman you are talking about. You are not the first to be robbed by this woman. But what's unique about her breasts... Why are you men falling into her tricks? The officer asked her. Is that a real quote from an officer? This officer's a little silly. 
It says here, it was at that moment that the lieutenant revealed the truth that he had found her in a bar and her appearance struck him. He explained that they talked and eventually agreed to have a pleasant time together. He says they sat in his car and then he blacked out. When he regained consciousness, he was alone and everything he owned had been taken. Yeah. The police spokesman's name is Fred. You wouldn't expect a police spokesman in Uganda to be named Fred. It's the only Fred in Uganda, I'd bet. But Fred is here. Fred is ready to be a spokesperson. Fred says that her latest victim, who led her led to her arrest... Oh, they actually got her. This victim was drugged inside Queen's Bar, in a place I can't pronounce. It's got an M followed by a P. I don't know what you do with that. Why are you putting a P after an M, bro? <laughs> it's a city. Uh, they say the suspect dragged the complainant whom they have preferred to keep a secret, and drove him to a lodge where she allegedly robbed him of three million shillings. Shillings? Wow. It's like writing a Dickens novel. Shillings have been robbed. He, she took all my shillings and my shekels. Sheesh. Now, the police say that Nakayizi would often pretend to be an easy catch for men and used the chance to douse her victim by applying sedatives on her nipples, which makes total sense if... You're going to put those nipples in their mouths. Um, to spike their drink with the nipples seems a little odd to me. Uh, it says here, uh, the men got sick who sucked the drug-laced nipples, and they dozed off within minutes. In other cases, she spiked the drinks of her victims and dragged them to her vehicle where she robbed them clean. Uh, her vehicle? I think they mean their vehicle. Here's another quote from Fred. The problem is that men who fall victim to her tricks do not want to reveal the truth and often come up with funny stories that don't add up. They're embarrassed. But we know this woman's tricks because we have investigated cases of spiked drinks and dowsing in the past. Men think they have landed an easy catch that they would quickly use for their sexual pleasure without knowing that they have fallen, fallen into the hands of a serial robber. Fred wants you all to know that spiking drinks is a very common offense and you need to be very careful out there. Also, you need to worry about those spiked nipples as well, it seems to me. I've never heard of such a thing. Very dangerous, especially if you like nipples, which I do very much. The National Parks Service is warning everyone, please don't lick that psychedelic toad. As tasty as it might look, you should refrain from licking a desert toad. It's known as the Sonoran Desert Toad. And apparently it looks pretty tasty. I'm not in the business of licking toads, but let's find out what sort of properties this toad has before we make a definitive decision. The National Park Service doesn't want me to lick the toad, which means it's probably a lot of fun to lick the toad. So last week, the National Parks Service used their Facebook page to warn passersby to use caution around the Sonoran Desert Toad, also known as the Colorado River Toad. I'm looking at a photo of it. It looks like most toads. It's big, fat, and green. This amphibian is one of the largest toads found in North America, measuring up to seven inches. The toad's call is a distinctive, quote, low-pitched toot, according to the National Park Service. But these desert toads found across the American Southwest also have a very unique feature. They have prominent parotid glands that secrete a very potent toxin. 
The glands are located just behind the toad's eyes. These toxins can make humans very sick if they touch the toad or put one inside their mouth. I don't know why you'd put a toad in your mouth. I can't put the toad in my mouth. Damn, there goes my weekend plans. Shit. I like to gargle the toad. Why not that? Now, the service is recommending people who encounter this toad to also, quote, please refrain from licking. (laughs) If you could just not lick a toad, we'd appreciate it. The toad's toxins are particularly dangerous. For other animals, the toxins emitted by one Sonoran desert toad might be enough to kill a fully grown dog, they say. Huh. But among humans, the toxins have been exploited towards other means. When smoked, the toxins are a powerful psychedelic. Psychedelic? Yeah! Where can I make out with this toad? I mean, I like psychedelics. Especially if they're free, if they're just bouncing around on the desert floor. Yeah, just pick one up and there you go. Have a little trip. Says here you have to smoke the toad's secretions, though. So why are you telling everybody not to lick it if smoking? You should say don't smoke the toad as well. Smoking the Sonoran Desert Toad's secretions causes euphoria. Ooh, I don't want that. Euphoria? Why would you want some euphoria in your life? Let's just hang out in the muck and the mire of mainstream news and depression. Who wants euphoria? Stay away from the toad that gives you happiness, everybody. We want you to know. In addition to euphoria, the Sonoran Desert Toad's secretions also give you strong auditory hallucinations, according to the Oakland Zoo. Possessing the toad's poison, known as bufotenin, is illegal in California, according to the zoo as well. Oh, I didn't know that. That's the end of the article. That's it. That's all we get. Come on now. I want to know more about this toad. I'm sort of familiar with it. I saw an episode of, what was it, Hamilton's Pharmacopeia, where he went. He wasn't in the States, though. I thought he was in, like, the Amazon jungle looking for this powerful psychedelic toad because he wanted to lick that toad as well. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I don't like my government telling me who or what I can or cannot lick for my own happiness. All right? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If that doesn't mean licking whatever you feel like licking for some euphoria, then the Bill of Rights isn't worth the hemp it was written on. Someday we'll lick it, the poisonous toad. And I'll trip, and you'll trip with me. la da da dee doo bee doo dee Hey, man, (laughs) I had to take a toad break, but I'm back, guys. (laughs) What's going on, man? Did you have a nice weekend? I hope so. Did you enjoy that Florida Friday episode? I hope so. I want to give a shout out to everybody who sent me Florida stories or said hi, Jonesy, over the weekend. You can always reach out to me, funnyjones at gmail.com. A very sweet, supportive person bought me coffees over the weekend. Big shout out to Missy. Missy bought me some coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com, because Missy loves the show and wanted to be supportive and make me smile, which it did. Missy wrote me a nice note, too. It says, Jonesy, love the show. I love listening to you every morning. You make the day bearable. Ah, that's amazing. Thank you, Missy. You make my life bearable with nice, loving messages like that. Ah, super, super nice of Missy to do that. I appreciate that very, very much. And I hope you'll be a lifelong listener. I also got an email from Keegan Bailey. Keegan Bailey. Cool name, right? Keegan wrote, "Uh, Good morning, Jonesy. Your comment on never having tried alligator made me have to write you right away. It's definitely a food worth trying. 
I couldn't tell you how to cook it, unfortunately, because my dad is the one who always prepares it at any time I've ever had it. However, it is very good, and it is something I'm sure you would enjoy. I'm sure I would enjoy it as well. I'll have to come over to your house, Keegan. Can your dad prepare it for me? Uh, Keegan then wrote, uh, I'd just like to say thanks for putting on the show that you do. I have only recent, recently started listening since my wife found your show just within this last month. It's very entertaining. I've already spread it to a couple family members who I feel would enjoy it as well. I feel I feel like you make a very easily digestible show that a very wide audience would find enjoyable if given the opportunity to hear it. Have a good day. Good luck with your life, man. Oh, Keegan, good luck with your life, man, and your whole family. Tell your family I said hi. These are very nice people listening to Weird AF News. Uh, I'm glad I can bring some joy to people's lives with this uh, silly little podcast that I do inside a closet. It's pretty cool, right? Um, and who knows what I could get out of it. Maybe, you know, cut to like six months from now. I'm hanging out with Keegan eating some alligator. You don't know. It could happen. I'll try it. I'm, I would love to try it, actually. I'll eat alligator, man. I'll try some python. Whatever other dangerous creatures are in Florida, I'll give it a try. Like naked guys out in front of a Chick-fil-A. I'll try that. <laughs> uh, listen, listen, listen. I appreciate all y'all reaching out to me, making me feel good. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you'd like to support the show, you know where to go. WeirdAFNews.com. The website's official, right? You can click on Buy Jonesy a Coffee. Uh, yeah, and, and I need coffee because I need to survive many, many days inside a closet. You know what I'm saying? You, and you can live on just coffee. Um, those miners are living proof, and I kind of am as well. Uh, you can also join the Patreon on my website. Patreon is the other way to support the show. It's like buying Jonesy one cup of coffee every month, which is a, a, an amazing way to support me in the show. So consider that. Go to weirdafnews.com. If you'd like to call the show, 646-450-2012. We'll see you tomorrow.